That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? And we're back with that L Word Podcast. That's nice. That is. It is nice. And it's nice to be back. And it's uh Seems like it's been a while, but it's only been a month, thirty days. Yeah, <laughs> if that. Not even that, because yeah. we've got. Yeah, I think only about three weeks actually. Yeah, hopefully my allergies won't cause a big problem today. They're they're drying up. The Zyrtec is helping. The guys at Signal Fire edited it out. They're masters. Hold on. Let's see if that it makes it in there or not. No, it no. won't. It'll be gone. <laughs> it's pouring raining, and so everybody's energy is it is very high, and we have a very. I think it was, what would you call this this uh, episode? Very exciting, different. When you told me about the name, I was like, woo! Thought provoking. <laughs> it was. And I was like, ah, that makes sense. And then I actually was like, I believe something different. Right, yeah. That always makes for a good episode. Very good episode. So, so Morgan and I are both in the process of writing books. <clears throat> and we were talking about that as we were driving down. And one of the things that I've been working on is something I call don't get stuck in the pits, right? And and the, the pits, uh, it stands for perfection, immortality, and time travel. Glad you can remember it this time. Hey, man. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it down. But those are three things that don't exist, right? Perfection doesn't exist. Immortality does not exist. Right. And time travel doesn't exist. And people get stuck in that because they— they either get stuck with their problems, they wish they could go back and change something, or they're stuck in the past. That's the time travel piece. Immortality is more like they're not, they're living like they're not going to die. They're, oh, or they're, we'll do it tomorrow. They're being safe or, yeah, yeah. or whatever, instead of realizing that none of us are going to make it out of this The present alive. moment is what matters. Yeah, we're all going to die. And then <sighs> this is where we disagree, and probably a good jumping off point is, I don't think perfection exists. Mm. And Morgan says, in the car, he said, I disagree. It I does. Like, Why would the, it does. It does. I think almost all of them exist, and it depends on how you view them. Okay, I guess it's, you could argue immortality versus legacy. How, how you look at it, right? Our books, yeah, sure. right, may keep us alive. You know what I mean? Like, it depends on how you look at it. But those, I get those. Like, those totally are, I'm in agreement though. Uh, perfection, I... I think it, it's obtainable depending on how you view it. Like First, how do you define perfection? You define perfection. I'm asking, the, what's the, your definition of that's perfection? A, that's it. Like, it's what, I, what I perceive to be a perfect product is what I perceive to be perfection. A perfect moment, a perfect person. However it is, that's my perception. It's relative to how I feel perfection is. That that's the way I look at it, right? Some people, are, well, perfection is not; it can't be obtained. I'm like, I don't know. See, I don't think it exists. But, but think, well, maybe the word that shouldn't exist then, right? Right, because we can say perfection doesn't exist, but in all, I mean, I'm gonna make sure I use this word correctly. I've been writing, so I've been thinking I'm very more intelligent than I am. Uh, is like, is how do I perceive reality, right? And so, if I'm looking at perfection. Am I perceiving it from my own point of view and my own my own growth? Or am I basing it off what society says I should think perfection is? And so 
you hear people's like like yourself, perfection is not real, but why do you believe that? Because you've been told that? Do you know that to be true? Right? So my definition, I think, is more along the lines of, <clears throat> is it, have I done everything I can to accomplish whatever the goal is? Because people get, my opinion, people get caught in that perfection loop. This is going to be a good episode. <laughs> and so they're not putting, they're not putting the product out because they're waiting for it to be perfect. And they end up delaying the product. And a lot of times it never gets out. Jody. How but, many people. Oh, shit. How many people are, are <laughs> let's say, writing a book? Yeah. It will never be published because they're waiting for it to be perfect. But it ain't, it's not. Again, that goes back to what I was saying. Let me turn my head around. Oh, boy. Here we go. It goes against what I was saying. They are afraid not because of what they perceive perfection to be. It's what people in society have shown them what perfection should look like. But they've taken that on, and now that is their reality. Just because they live in a reality doesn't mean it's theirs. No, but they're owning that, and that's the piece That's the piece that you have the ability like- to let go. It sounds like psychological issues. That's what that sounds like. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it's, it's it, sure, it's all like, you know, self-awareness and all correct, that kind of correct. stuff. But you have. Ego and all the other things that we bring up all the time. You have the ability to release the perfection, the need for perfection. And you, but you say it like it's, like it's a cancer or something. It could be. If it's crippling. How about this? It's, lettuce if it's could crippling. Be. Lettuce could be. Too much of lettuce, too much of anything could be. Of course, but if you if it's if it's crippling you or hindering you or keeping you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish, then I think it is bad. But that's not what you're saying, though. That is what you said. You said at first that it was bad altogether. But oh, it is. What, what about so so if you do it this way? What about if you do it the other way? Can it be good? How does that look? I don't know. You tell me. No, you, you're the one. You, who no, you you're defining one side. You said if it was this way, so. The, my assumption is that, that you understand that it could be a different way. Yeah, the the, the healthy version <sighs> is not perfection. It's I've this was my goal. I've done everything I could possibly do. I gave it my all, and that's the end result. Knowing that there's a ninety nine point nine percent chance it's never going to be perfect, or the way you you saw it in the beginning when you started out. Well, maybe it is perfect. Maybe that is perfection. Maybe that is perfect. Like you said, what you're saying, like there, there, there can never be more. The way you're saying it's like there can, there, it, it has. No, there is, there could be more. I'm sorry, I correct myself. There could be more. You're saying that it doesn't look the way it, it, it should to be perfect, but maybe that is perfect. We're just we're we're putting something else on top of it, thinking it could be something more than maybe it is what it is. Perfect is. And we'd have to we'd have to put it in the Google machine. Where's my damn phone? <laughs> Hold on. Where's my Google phone? It. Yeah, where's my phone? I, I don't have it on me. I think perfect is one of those things that means. I mean, everything is exactly the way it was supposed to be. And when have you ever? But who, done who defines that though? Depends on what it is that you're looking at. It doesn't. No, it doesn't depend. It's you. Hold on. You do, you decide what perfection looks like. That's what I keep coming back to. It's not. I'm not. I don't. Why should I? We always talking about being our own person, our self reliance and self understanding and self and self and self and self. But now we're sitting here saying that perfection is only what other people think it is. And if if, if everybody's not in, in agreement, then it's not perfect. Nah, no way. No, I'm saying most people 
assign that to themselves. And look, I'm looking at the definition. Even for them people, even the individuals that say, like, oh, it, if they're looking at it and saying it could be better, they have to be honest enough if they are capable. And that's a hard thing to say. Am I doing this because, or am I believing this because this is what I think? Or is this because what what the society has taught me to think? And that's a deeper thing. That's totally deeper because we are influenced by so many things over our whole lifetime. Most people don't know what's, who, who or what self is. Yeah, but there's still that, that internal definition. Look, here's the definition. Okay, let's go. The condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws or defects. It's, oh, they gave you an out. They did give us an out. <laughs> this is not a perfect I'm definition, say, Google. I'm going to say they just gave us out. Free so this definition. As possible. As that, possible. Words have meaning. Words have total meaning. Right? I would actually somewhat agree with this. Um, I mean, oh, how about this? The what, action or process of improving something until it is faultless. Oh, damn. Or f- as faultless as possible. So, even, and this is from uh, somebody, it's on the Google, but it's probably Miriam. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, like, I, I ain't read the definite perfection in a while, and I'm still surprised at that last piece every yeah. time. Like, they give themselves an out. Like, it's almost like the definition has changed, actually. I'm just to be honest, because, yeah. like, what I know about it, and I literally have looked up this word before. And the first part of it is what you usually hear. Yeah, it's that, like somebody added that other piece on. Uh, it's the kinder, gentler perfection. The world is changing. So I agree with that <laughs> definition. The world then, is changing. But I guess my point when I'm when I'm telling people don't get down in the pits, it's don't strive for your perception of perfection so hard that it cripples you and keeps you from actually accomplishing the goal. And I've seen that, and you've probably seen it with paralysis by well. analysis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, analysis paralysis, and, and yeah, all, all that stuff. Things, yeah. yeah, same yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you see that in people who are self-proclaimed perfectionists, and they they're usually the first to tell you, "I hardly ever get anything actually done across the goal line because I'm always trying to perfect it." But to your point, like when you, we talk about like how excited I am. As you know, I've been writing, like I've been very, you know, disciplined in my writing the last, like I literally started writing it last time we probably spoke and mm-hmm. then to now, uh, and it'll be a finished product probably today or tomorrow, uh, on my part anyway, it's a little bit more to a book than that, but like the, the years I spent not writing because I thought it needed to look, a, that, that's what perfection is, I thought it needed to look a certain way, it needed to be yeah. a certain way, it had to be a certain length. I I had to be at a certain point in my life. I had to been and have done these extraordinary things that I thought that were extraordinary. When when I just tell my basic story to people, they think it's extraordinary. So and that's a great example. You it prevented you from doing what you for like wanted to do for at least at least at least thirty thirty eight thirty nine years. At least yes, because I I never thought I was good enough. I would never thought no matter what I wrote would be would be enough. So how many people listening right now are not doing something because they're trying to make it perfect? Or they're waiting, how about this? They're waiting for the perfect conditions. They're waiting for the perfect time. There's all these things that we attach the word perfect to that keep us from doing what it is that we want to do. And sometimes that perfect that perfection turns into procrastination. I think I think those are on, almost synonymous. We were talking, oh, my friend uh, Jen, she told me this thing yesterday because I like, Another reason I didn't write, and, and I, I, you heard me say I didn't think I was intelligent enough to do so, right? 
And, you know, so I didn't go to college because I didn't think I was intelligent enough to, to be in that environment. And she said, you know, Mor- you know what, Morgan? And she said it's through text. That what she's learned about a lot of people that go to college, and this is not everyone, and this is not everyone because some people actually use their degrees for what they're used for. They're so used to doing something and they're scared to do, they're scared to live in their own voice that they continue to go down a road that's not theirs, right? So just because you didn't go to college, you made a different choice doesn't mean you're less than. It just means you made different choice, right? You're not looking... You you don't you're not letting perfection hold you back. Well, and <clears throat> to that point, how many people that go down those paths are seeking the you know? And I'm for all our listeners, I'm using my air quotes. They're seeking the perfect life, and they think if they have the perfect job, find the perfect partner, they're going to have the perfect life, and then they end up Facebook happy. That was deep. Actually, that last part just like put the like put the icing on the cake. Facebook happy, you know. I mean, everybody. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. I totally get it. Like I know what Facebook happy is. Like it looks going to be deceiving type. That's right. It's it's a happy shell, but everything inside is not. It's terrible. It's falling apart. It's like you're living this. And I think perfection. You're not living in in your truth, right? And perfection drives a lot of that because people want to appear as the perfect family, the perfect leader, the perfect whatever. Yeah. I tell a lot of my clients, because when people tell me, like, oh, you got it all figured out, I heard it a thousand times. I did not have it all figured out. Hello, I'm saying it online and on on air. I, I do not have it all figured out. I just have figured out something. Well, <laughs> to that point, you then have released that need for perfection and just saying, I'm going to do what's, I'm going to do the best I can, and that's good enough to keep moving forward. So let's digress then, right? So my perfection is what I deem to be enough. Yes, and I would there agree with go. that. There you go. And that's our common ground. And I think we're both speaking the same language in the sense of don't let that, don't let perfection keep you, or the, the need for perfection keep you from moving forward. Because if I'm being honest, that's why I probably why I fought back in this conversation. It's because, like, when people use the word perfection, they use it in the context where it's not possible. And it stunts mm. their growth. It stunts their their transformation or it prevents them from loving, living, and laughing. Right? You get to a point where it has to look a certain way. And if it doesn't look that way, you live in suffering. I don't I don't um what do they say? Um I don't attend that school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like it's it's where I feel it's just it's just I think all of these things, right? We 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 talk about perfection now and the next one is immortality. Immortality. Immortality, yeah. Immortality? Immortality. Immortality. And even that one is the it's the same. It's like I mean most of this, all all three of them actually is like we get to a place where we have allowed our environments to dictate how we feel. Yeah, I mean I think that's just the human yeah. side of it. You can't get around that, but before yes, we move we on to immortality. I think the call to action for everybody for perfection is sit down and really ask yourself, am I not accomplishing my goals because I'm waiting for the perfect moment or the perfect set of circumstances? What is that need for perfection keeping you from doing? And how do you break through that? It's keeping you from living your truth. It's keeping you from happiness, embracing your purpose, keeping you from being you. If you always are trying to perfect or be something that you think you should be, you'll never be able to live in that moment and enjoy that experience. 
And what, what people don't understand is like if we're looking at perfection as the future or what it should look like or what the ego tells us has to happen mm-hmm. that hasn't even happened yet, we're losing that ability to be present and appreciate what you are able to do, what you can do right now. And if it comes that if it's a we talking about a book, if it's a book, just start writing. Yeah. Like worry about right now. Don't worry about what people think it's gonna be, what you think it's gonna be, what you think it's not gonna be, or how it's gonna look. Just what like I told you in the car, just appreciate what you have to offer in the moment. Right. And even me, I had to fight the perfectionist part because I look back in my future, right? Uh in my past, I'm sorry, I look back in my past. Uh, and I got to a point where I was like, what the hell was I doing, right? But then I was living somebody else's truth because I was doing things that I thought I should be doing to seek that perf- that perfect life. Mm-hmm. It was all, you know, relationship or money or stuff or material type things. And none of those meant anything because I felt, like I told you, I felt like I, I've, I, I squandered away like 20 years Yeah, because I was focusing on, What's next? What's next? What's next? So what should be better and how it should be better? And I was I was in search of this perfect reality. And the the funny part is about it's even saying it in search of a perfect reality when in reality I wasn't even living the living in my happiness. So let's shift into immortality and living <sighs> in the moment. That's really what you know. Immortality doesn't exist. Well, except for I guess Disney, who's on ice. Uh, oh, no pun intended. That was a good yeah, one. Right? You see me like, yeah, that was a good one. I was like, oh, I see what you did there. I don't know if you tried to do it, but it was there. We'll, we'll see if they actually bring him back. But immortality <laughs> does not exist. So you have to live in the moment and be present. And that's really what I'm talking about when I say immortality doesn't exist is people that are not taking advantage of every single day. It's – um. Writing, right? I've been writing. I was writing probably two days ago. And I wrote a sentence where it talks about we get caught up in the words next time, tomorrow. And you don't know if there's going to be a tomorrow. I always say No one knows that. Right. You should hug everybody like you might not ever see them again. Everybody knows I'm a hugger. It's it's not guaranteed. Like, oh, I'll handle it. I was, oh, where was I at? Oh, my goodness. I think I was here. I think I was here. And somebody was out in the hallway talking about it was explaining something to somebody. I think it was a. I think when I oh, when I came back to and Matt was sitting here talking to somebody, and the the guy was talking about, um, like I I've been doing it this long. No, it wasn't Matt. It was an airport. It's getting irrelevant at this point. Yeah, losing but no, our audience. I, no, I'm not losing my audience. It's at the airport, <laughs> and I'm traveling. Stay to stay with me, right? And the guy was like. I'm gonna keep on waiting because I've been I've been waiting for six years and you know you know I still got time. And he said it just like that. And I looked at him uh, and I wanted to say it to his face, but it was some stranger. Yeah. No, you don't. No, how do you know you have that? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, right? The play can go up and and come down a different way, right? You can you can have a heart attack. You could some can happen. You ne- you never know. And like I said, you don't know if you have that. But the whole. We, we, I guess we're not talking about the whole world, but us as individuals, and you know, we see the whole world, and we get to this place where we think that if we wait, it's going to get better, right? And still, we still even the perfection things, you know, in the future that it looks different. But why are we not taking action now? Yeah, why? Like, that's, that's the, the question. Thing. Like, whenever I'm, why whenever do you I think? Why now, do you think? Because that's the well, question. So many reasons. People are 
either just on autopilot. They think that what got them here will get them there, and that's not the case. That's never the case. What got you here will not get you there. If I can repeat that process, it's going to get me, because where you are now is not where you even knew you were going to be. Or where you want to be. Facts. And so I think people get caught in those things. I think people, I think I said autopilot already, are sometimes just in that they're just going through the motions or they're afraid. There's a lot of fear that keeps people from doing something every day. Taking those steps to toward their Anything goals. Anything you toward... still struggling with? Hmm, that's a good question. I'd have to think about that. That's the whole point of the question. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I might have to come back to you on that. I, I don't feel like, I feel like I'm in a good place right now with all of that stuff. In everything, every area of your life? That's, yeah. That's profound. Well, I mean, there's nothing that um, I feel like I'm holding back in because I'm doing all the things that I want to do to move forward. And... Have you always good, felt like that? Like, have, no. have you ever had a moment where you felt like you weren't moving in the direction that you felt that you needed to or, or wanted to be moving in? For sure. For sure. And I think um, when I was in the military, you know, there were times when it was like, oh, I, I was stuck in a job or stuck in a position where I was like, all right, I've kind of tapped this out and I'm at a plateau and I'm just here and I want to move on um, and didn't, you know, or or couldn't or whatever. Based on, I mean, you know, military stuff and all that, but uh, same with college. I was stuck for a while and was fearful of the work that it would take or whatever. Time away from the family and all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely been moments when it was more out of fear, I think, than anything else that I was not jumping in that day and grabbing a little piece of it. You saying stuck, right? It reminds me of people that don't know they stuck. Right, oh, yeah. they, they think they're moving forward, but they're really it's that it's that analogy where it says just because you're moving doesn't mean you're moving forward. That, like treadmill vices moving. Well, you know I, I mean? the, the only counter I would have to that is people that think they're moving forward. Who are we to say they are or not? If I tell you I'm moving forward. I would ask you questions. Sure. I would be I mean, curious. I that's what we do is yeah. curious listeners. Yeah, I would, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what everybody else would do, but I would like, okay, because what will determine that is if if I had to, if you were my client and I'm I'm asking you, so yeah, I'm moving forward. I'll, first of all, I would need to know what the goal was right. in general. And then, okay, what have you been doing to move towards it? But let's take it out of the coaching context <laughs> okay. and just say it's, you know, somebody on your team that you're leading or a friend okay. who's moving forward in something we have a perception that they're not, but if they really feel, genuinely feel, and are not lying to themselves, which the only person that can tell them is that, is is the voice in their head, right? But if they genuinely feel like they're moving forward. This is hard to take the coach hat off, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I'm like, how do we really know that they genuinely are honest with themselves? Because we see so many people that are not honest. That's the key right yeah. there, honesty. And like, it's if you've been, when you've been, lying to yourself for so long and it's not something we do consciously all the time it's like it's unconsciously and um how can you know that that to be really true and and those are the questions that we would ask even i think as a a good friend again somebody who's practicing good active listening curiosity all that kind of stuff you would ask the question oh so what are your goals or how you know how are you moving toward your goal or i don't know whatever that would then maybe help them reflect if they really were or were not moving forward, mm-hmm. but that's their perception, so that's kind of a tough one. So I mean, we got we well we 
we can't just leave it there because I'm I'm still figuring like how do we deal with that then? I think it would depend on the relationship with that person. If it's somebody that I really cared about, or you I would, you would say dig that. deeper. I mean, I I ask. I'm a listener, man. You know, and everybody who listens to this podcast probably knows. Like, you know, I'm I spend more time even on the podcast listening and asking questions. And it's it's one of those I would ask those questions just because I'm a curious person in general. Even I, I can see myself asking those even to strangers. That's what I'm saying. I've like done it anybody, before. Yeah. Like it was like, yeah, I just want to be here, and I'll go. Why you? Why aren't you? Right. And then it was like. They'll say what you just said. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm just saying. And I'll walk off. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I was planted a seed that it changed somebody's life. But most people, we don't have uh we're we're so sometimes we're so quick to validate some people like in a in a in a and sometimes it's unhealthy. That validation is unhealthy. Oh, it's the same as anytime you walk past somebody and say, Hey, how you doing? I'm What's, great. I'm great. And they might be dying inside, but we just say, I'm great. I've had that. I'm like, they're like, how you doing? I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling today. Right. And they're then what like, happens when you say, yeah, people freak they don't, out. They don't, know how to, they don't know how to respond. They freak out. <laughs> they're like, well, I've never heard you say that before. Uh, you probably never been listening before. That, yeah. That's what it comes down to. Or I never had the courage to actually tell you how I felt. Or maybe back to our inner circle thing, maybe you're not close enough on the dartboard for me to share that with you. Facts. Because there probably are people out there that I would just say, hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. And then I don't want to I don't want to dive deeper with you. Right. Or I won't yeah. dive deeper with you. Well, that's a good one too. <laughs> I think that factors into it. That's a good one a, too. A fair bit. But the whole piece with the immortality is just seizing seizing the opportunity every day, seizing those moments. And not getting stuck, not waiting for the perfect time or circumstance or whatever. Whatever it is that's keeping you from moving forward, that to me is the immortality piece, is is realizing that you might not be here tomorrow. So I'll do it later. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll do it later. Well, we can talk about it next time. Yeah, I mean, and I've lost I mean, think about it. If if you're if you have had a friend or a loved one and you and you you're having a conversation with them. The day before, the week before, they they lose their life or pass, and mm-hmm. you're like, "Damn, I was just talking to them, and I was we were supposed to." Yep. And then you live in this like um, sub, sometimes survivor's remorse or this regret that you would have actually taken advantage of what you had in that moment, right? Um, I have it when it comes to like my grandmother. Um, she got sick, really sick. She fell, hit her head. This is years ago. 2013, 12, she died in 14, I believe. Uh, but she was older, you know, and I always regretted going home. It's a, it, there's a piece of me, right? There's other piece that doesn't regret, regret it because I was just, she would want me to live my life. But like, I, you know, I should have spent more time. I should have did this. I should have did that. And a lot, a lot of that created this suffering for me. Um, and I think this is one of the seeds that were planted in my own life that was to stop taking the moments for granted, right? I think it's a, it's almost like somebody grabbing you by your shoulders and shaking the shit out of you. And it's like, hey, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Like, this is happening. Like, what are you doing right now? And so we get so stuck in these moments where we go, woe is me, when in that very moment we should be ex- I mean, celebrating and ecstatic about that 
we have that moment, you know. And well, I, I was reading something. I think it was uh, Eckhart Eckert or something like that. He was talking about the power of now. Uh, it's a book called The Power of Now, and he talks about how we live in the moment in search of the next moment, thinking that the that the next one will be better than the one that we're in. Right? We're always looking for more. We're always searching for more because we think that next moment is going to be better and better and better. But it, it becomes this repetitive cycle that produces nothing. And then you look up and, to, to my point earlier, 20 years later, you you ain't got nothing. <laughs> you say, I, for me, you say I have the knowledge, but I'm like, well, we'll I get wanted, into that when we I talk wanted, about time. Travel. I wanted more of that. <laughs> yeah. But I think that the key thing is, the key takeaway is just really don't wait and try to to seize those moments every single day and ask yourself what's keeping you from doing something. Be present. And I, the, I think the there's one that keeps coming up even with this one is to be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, self-awareness is – I think self-awareness uh, and ego are woven into every one of our episodes. Yeah, be but, honest, man. I think that's, what's, that's, that's what prevents us from seeing a lot of our, our perfectionist realities, our – uh, immortality realities. It's like we're not being honest with ourselves. Well, and I would also say don't don't get it twisted that I'm saying you've got to be out there grinding every single day. And, and we were talking on the car on the way up that, I mean, there are times when I literally we'll just binge stupid Netflix shows all day long. But I watched I'm, Loot the other day for the whole series, actually. But I'm like sitting <laughs> on the couch with my wife and my daughter or hanging out and recharging my batteries, spending time with them. So those aren't moments wasted. So don't think that it's got to be this, this like you know grinding and 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 constantly moving forward. That movement can literally be connecting with the people you love or connecting with yourself and just vegging out and and you know like really recharging your batteries or taking that time to relax. It doesn't have to be wake up at four thirty and do a thousand push-ups before you walk out the door. Correct, because one of the things that I tell people to do to live in the moment is just to slow down. Exactly. Just slow down. That's it. it. Yeah, it's, well, and you talked about it, I think when you were doing that run, being able to get your head up and look at the beauty around you. That, that is living in the moment and, and how often are we not doing that in our daily lives? Because we're so focused on like winning the race instead of enjoying the race. And that, I, it has become uh, a point of mind to when I think about like being present. Um, when I slow down and just like appreciate it, could be I could be by myself and look at the trees and just just feel everything, just you know appreciate everything. And it, to me, it feels it feels a lot better than just existing, moving through life, and just just being like it. It, it feels great to be able to slow down and like you know we both got kids, and so we. You just sit there and just look at your daughter. Mm-hmm. It's like, and just look. Like, no, 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 nothing, no intent. Like, until they look back and yeah, say, look at me. They say, quit creeping on me. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you just like, man, this is like, you got to appreciate that, right? Yeah. And the fears creep in, even in those those moments, like if I lost her or what if I didn't yep. have her or, or things like that. But, like, I think that almost that, that that's a little bit healthy because you, you understand how precious that that moment is. And I think that's that appreciation, yeah. that understanding that appreciation. So then as, you know, in our last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes here, time travel. 
So when I talk about time travel, let's go back thirty minutes. Is it is a part of the pits? <laughs> it's how often are we wasting time and energy, feelings, emotions, thoughts on things that happened in the past that we cannot change now? Well, time travel is forward and backwards. That's true. Okay, so fair point. I'm talking about. So we're just reverse. talking about Back to the Future. I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Because we they, they had to stop. They had to stop going back to the future. Mm-hmm. Then they had to actually go forward at, at some point in the series. <laughs> but both of those are impossible. But I I usually use it in the context of things that happened in the past that people are still carrying around with them. Impossible or just not possible yet. Okay, well I'll, I'll give you not possible yet. Is we, this, are you going to get all sci-fi nerdy on me? I, you know I'm sci-fi. That's all day. But I think that. There are a lot of things in the universe that we have yet to figure out. Okay, I'm yeah. <laughs> Morgan's trying to take a sound like the Matt, rabbit right. hole of all rabbit holes. Just because we didn't know it exists doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Are we about to meet the Mad Hatter? Hey, to understand who you are, you have to understand what's possible. Oh man. Okay. Okay. I, I, I are, are you done? Not really. But keep going. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, but how often are we are we wasting time on things that you can't go back and change? And that is a part of that seizing the day is is moving forward and growing from where you are because you can't go back and fix it. Yeah. Now it's it's shifted you, it's changed you, it's taught you, it's made you who you are. Right. But it's within your control to move forward from that and not sit and stew. And we t- what popped what popped this up uh, was when we were driving over. I always get a little angry in the car when people are. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> Stop first. Little angry is an understatement. But it, it's very quick. <laughs> and it's always what when. What the? Hey, what? Come here. Uh, follow him. <laughs> no, no it is not that bad. <laughs> I just don't like people that are. I hope um, your wife is listening to this episode. <laughs> are inconsiderate. And so when somebody's inconsiderate on the road, I usually use my sailor words, but then it passes. I don't hang on to it, right? It's it's like in that moment. It, but passes, that, it passes it to the other person, passes the bikini. Well, that's true. <laughs> but that's the only place I get like super aggro or whatever. I but agree. It, it's the only place I've ever seen you angry in well, my life. And I think it's because, and again, it's very fleeting, and I've gotten much better about it, but I just, I, I don't like inconsiderate people, especially on the road where it can be dangerous and people... You know, I mean, people can die and all that kind of stuff, but because they think it's, there's going to be a tomorrow. Yeah, probably good tie-in. <laughs> <laughs> Not appreciate the moment. Death doesn't doesn't happen. So, but then you were telling me a story about one of uh, another friend who does hang on to it and will let it ruin their whole day. Yeah. And so, in a bigger context, that's what the time travel piece is: is when something happened to somebody a very long time ago. And they continue to hold it through the rest of their life, not just the rest of the day. It becomes embedded. That's right. And yeah. then it's it's that thing that when they don't know what else to feel, they go to the sadness or the anger or the whatever that's comfortable in whatever happened in the past. Wow. I think because it's comfortable. And they're afraid to get outside of the box and try to feel something else or try to change that situation. Maybe they... That's you said, you said, you said, yeah, you say it's, yeah, I agree. It's, you say it, it being comfortable for sure. And they, they continue to go down this negative or toxic, distracting area that they, that they're 
they know how to, you know. Some people love it. Some people love what? to sit and like bathe themselves in. What they call that? What's the, the oh God, uh, disgruntle. Yeah. The yeah, disgruntle folks. We all have seen people on teams or whatever that are just, they're disgruntled. They are disgruntled to their core and they, they almost revel in it. And we ask, we always, I, I know those people because you, you ask yourself, it's like, why is they, why are you like this? And you don't ever, you might not, you may say it to them, but you usually say it to yourself. It's like, what's up with that dude? What's up with that girl? When it's almost like somebody who's, you know, you say, here's a million bucks. And they open the briefcase and they're like, oh, I wanted it all in hundreds. Why, why is it in 20s and 50s? I was like, give me my damn money back. <laughs> but it's, it's that same kind How about of I, My daughter does that. My daughter does that. And she was like. Uh, my my college one, I was like, you try, to, you try to give them something. They were like, but I don't wear this. We'll give it back. No, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about the people who, especially the disgruntled members on the team, nothing's ever good. It's always just mm-hmm. bad. And I know I'm using my big words with good and bad, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's always like they're always stewing about something. The team could have knocked one out of the park, and more something pessimistic was wrong. than optimistic. Yeah. And that's yeah. what it is. But there's some bigger words. But I think there you go. <laughs> but I think that comes back from them holding on to something. Usually, if you sit down and talk to those people, something happened in their past. I agree. That they my friend, feel right? I, I, set them I, on a path. My friend, I told them the same thing. It's like she's like, I said, like, "You're not mad at them. You're mad at something else. Something else. Something totally different. It's not." And sometimes we 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 project yeah. that whatever that feeling or whatever that that is, and you you come after people and you yell and you're mad at them. And I learned this actually. I learned this in in uh, in relationships, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that projecting, like you you say, "Oh, you doing this? You doing this? And they doing this to me?" No, you doing this to yourself, right? So you need to like look in the mirror and say. Uh, Instead of saying you're doing this to me, they said I'm doing this to me, and it, it what that process. I'm, I'm allowing you to I'm, do that to me. Correct, right? Either way, yeah. you're in control. Right. You just put when you use the other words, you're putting them in control of something they have no control over. And it's an excuse. And the same thing back yes. to that disgruntled team member. Maybe they were passed up for promotion. Let's use that as an example. And now, ten years later, when they've been promoted, they still sit back and say, "Well, if I'd been promoted a year earlier." I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in now. And they use that, they carry that as an excuse (sighs) for everything that goes wrong, their perception of going wrong in their career. How do they let go, though? How do they let go of that? Well, that all starts with self-awareness. A lot of those people are not even self-aware enough to sit down and have that conversation. It's unconsciously happening to them every day. And they're sitting in victim mode. With the friend I was talking about, I, I, I asked him, I was like, why, why are you angry at everyone? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're angry at everybody. Like, you've been angry. I've seen you be angry at, like, three or four strangers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like not were even they even driving? Running. <laughs> actually, one time it was. Okay, well. actually, we were, we were, we were, so, we were in a big city, right? And uh, I said, well, he said, huh, I never paid attention to that. I said, yeah, I, I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me, I, like you said, we're curious. I'm observing. I'm like. How's he angry? And I'm over here like happy. He's like, because, because they didn't do what I thought they should do. Well, that's not like a personal problem. So why are you angry at them? That's right. And but he's to be fair, he's in your circle, right? Correct. So you feel confident and comfortable saying to Oh, him, I'm gonna call him out. Yeah, anybody in my right. circle, I'm a like 
But that's what I'm saying. So that's a great example. And I think something that everybody could take away from this is those people that are in your circle, if you see somebody who's doing that, have the courage to love and respect for them. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I ain't trying to call it like, I, I, it wasn't in a way like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Right. Like, it wasn't that. It was like, what's up, man? Yeah. Cause I, I know that there's something behind that. Right. Me personally. But for people listening, like if, if someone is always angry about the same stuff over and over again, especially things that either don't make any sense or were way off into the past, there's something else and even if you're not uh, equipped to handle dealing helping them deal with that asking the question can can prompt them to get the help that they need and that's that's you being uh, supportive right we can't always fix it or Are help you okay yeah just this is what i see being supportive yep. and that's what at times brings people out of that time machine and back to current day and then asking them what what can you do to move forward Right. right to get away from being upset that you weren't promoted eight years ago on time when you thought you would be. That happened to me actually, and I think I've, I don't know if I've shared this one on air or not. But I was I missed um, making a promotion on a test by like I don't know fractions of a point. Yeah, and I was not given the eval that I thought I should have been given, and that would have to put get me, that fraction of a point. That would have put me over the edge, and I carried a grudge for a while. Until I finally was able to kind of sit back and say, all right, A, I'm being childish and stupid. And B, there's nothing I can do about it now other than study harder for the next one. And should I have studied harder? I mean, I studied as hard as I could because we were working like crazy. You're only doing the best that you can do. But I was doing the best I could do. But I was really upset about that, and I had no control over it. And so once I was able to let it go, then I got out of that time machine that wasn't working. And that, that's what I see. I When I envision this, I see a cardboard box like when I was a kid and moving. And I would make the, the time machine, you know, with crayons and the right. steak knife out of the cardboard box before my dad would make me throw them away. That's what the time machine is. It doesn't really go anywhere. You're just sitting in it. What do you got to do to get out of that box and start moving forward with your life? I think I think that all three of these, the, you know, being in the pits is about forward movement, right? It's about realizing the power you have to appreciate the life that you're in and not either stay stuck or um, look too far in the future, but appreciation appreciation of the moment that you have and the knowledge that you've gained from it. So it's, it's okay. We're not saying, like, don't look back, don't look forward, because they all have their purposes at, at, at the— Educational at a, moments Educational well, moments, yeah. right, to— at any given time, right? But if you're allowing these things to take you out of your purpose or take you out of a place where you um, are doing things in a more of a a reactive instead of a reactive way, like you're reacting to yeah. the past because this is what happened, or or you reacting uh, to the future because it hasn't even happened yet, or it, it, you know you might not you don't know if it will happen, or you're not appreciating the moment. I think the key is to like slow down. But I think yeah, and I'm writing down stuck in the box right now because I'm you gotta slow add. down. But like th- that's what it comes down to is it it's self awareness, honesty. Um, are the biggest ones that I pull from this. And I would say, ask yourself, what's your definition of either perfection or um, attaining or accomplishing a goal is how I look at it more than perfection. When When have I met what my requirements for 
looking at myself in the mirror and said, I did my very best and I am where I am, right? With that, I don't know, whatever the goal was. You know, in the, in the book is an easy example. Like at what point do you say, okay, well, it's time to send it to the editor. And because if you don't, it's always, you're always going to be tweaking on it. But at what point do you get out of that box, get away from perfection, like the perfection mindset, live for the day and say, it's good enough. Let's, let's get it out there. today. Yeah. That's what we do today. That was a good one. I, uh, I like it. I think that being down the piss is a good acronym to have to, you know, to keep you appreciating life, mm-hmm. right? To keep your appreciation of what you have, not what you don't or what you did, right? It's about what is, what is, what am I capable of right now, right? Stop thinking of, oh, that actually, I just had a Morgan moment. Like, I just, I just need to, I just told something to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and just be happy, right? Yeah. Be happy with where you are, what you've learned, and don't worry about where you're going. If you're doing the right things today, then what's meant to happen will. Well, living that, living today, like there might not be a tomorrow too. Every day. So make sure you're hugging people like you might not ever see them again. And that, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That is all in. This was profound, and we went from disagreeing to agreeing to disagree to agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us some stars, everybody. We need your reviews. We need your stars to help uh, help our little show here climb in the rankings. Yes, yes. And tell your friends about it. Share it with your friends and continue to listen. We always have more great content for you, and we appreciate you. Send us uh, any recommendations you have for content as well. And uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. Until next time, see you. Bye.